0: There are 91 days until the 2022 midterm elections. Welcome to today's episode of the Mary Trump Show Strategy Sessions, where we will be discussing not only what the Democrats can do to increase their margins in the House and the senate but also to help people understand just how things are stacked against the dems and what we need to do to change the narrative i've been thinking about this a lot to be honest um the bad news on the republican side is so outrageous and overwhelming that I would think that the Democrats could just do absolutely nothing except, I don't know, not commit sedition. And they would just coast to massive margins in the House and Senate. But apparently, that's not enough. It's not enough that the Republicans are absolutely not just imploding, but showing their hand. We are learning every day, like apparently something happened last night in Florida, I don't know, we might talk about it, that to a person, elected officials and people in the former administration are to a person, corrupt and anti-American and pro-fascist. And it's not enough just to be decent to balance that out. Nope, the Democrats need to pass groundbreaking legislation they need to create more jobs the Biden administration needs to create more jobs than any administration in friggin history right uh and still like there's a question are the Democrats going to change the narrative and overcome all of the things against them which is what a completely corrupt Republican Party and a lot of people who've committed treason anyway we're going to talk about all this stuff Danielle Brian Cliff my nerd avengers how are you, everybody? And Danielle, I heard uh, a rumor that something happened in uh, Palm Beach. I mean, I'm not <laughs> really sure, I, like, I, I don't know. Just uh, a rumor. Yeah, a, Any? Yeah. did I miss anything?
1: I don't think that you did. I mean, you know, maybe it's perhaps the fact that a former president's home was, you know, um, entered by FBI with a warrant. because Oh, you mean so they illegally calls. broke in? Yes. And broken into his safe without any warning whatsoever. No, you have probable cause uh, for what it is that the FBI did.
0: hmm. And listen, I, I mean, we know that. Well, you know, what? let's let's lay it out for people, Danielle. Um, we've all heard the expression and it's been used to sort of justify the fact that On the surface of things, Merrick Garland hasn't done anything, right? We've all been very impatient, but we're told if you go for the king, you best not miss. What are the chances that the FBI director, Merrick Garland, and the judge who signed off on the search warrant weren't 100% certain that what they were looking for was there and that it wasn't a parking ticket? (laughs)
1: I mean, I, I think that we have to put into context the fact that we have been looking at this Department of Justice for the last 18, 19 months at this point, right? I have been very loud on social media and on my own show about the fact that I believe that they were moving at a glacial pace. Right. That we knew from several, several months back that Donald Trump had taken boxes of documents out of the White House. Right. Um, And so I think that what we know about Merrick Garland is that he is meticulous uh, to the point where he does move at times at a sloth like pace. But I do not in my wildest imagination believe that any of these people understanding the gravity of the situation, what the. Cycle was going to be like what the, the risk of violence by this violent Republican Party that they would risk that for nothing other than a parking ticket in a safe. I don't think that this is just about, you know, meaningless uh documents, as apparently Andrew Cuomo tweeted out earlier today, like they better let us know what kind of documents it were. And I'm just like, sir, sit down. But um you know, <laughs> no, but nonetheless, it's I think that we we have to understand it's been months. It's been almost a year. So they know that they are crossing their T's and dotting their I's and making sure that they have everything in order. Because as Kevin McCarthy tweeted last night, you better clear your schedule, Merrick Garland, and you better have all the papers. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should ask, you know, for Hunter Biden's laptop. Maybe that's where the documents are.
0: I think it's in the safe. But who am I to say? Um, Brian, this is this is kind of a, listen, I, I am always erring on the side of caution here. Um, Somebody asked me last night, you know, how are you feeling? Like, "Uh, I don't know enough yet. It's (laughs) way too early for schadenfreude. Um, (laughs) You know, I think Donald having a temper tantrum isn't enough, although it's fun. Um, I, even I though think that, that this is a big deal and
2: It's a huge. It's not,
0: but it's also not in isolation. This is the first time I've ever felt like things are accumulating. Like this isn't going to wipe everything off the table. This is just going to be added into the. This is just the start. Can Uh, I just say for quickly look at Brian
3: with beautiful Kentucky in the background?
2: Actually, that's beautiful Missouri in the background. I've been doing a story on the floods, and so Mm. I started out in Louisville. I started out in eastern Kentucky, then went to uh, Missouri to see the people in in St. Louis, and and have been talking with uh, Josh Hawley fans, uh, not that as any, in, in mid-Missouri. <laughs> and honestly, I got to tell you one of the things that's really nice about what we've been doing is finding out that while there is a, a bit of pushback against uh, Biden, the Trump signs have disappeared, the Donald Trump uh, mavens have all been silenced, and yesterday's uh, actions by uh, by the Department of Justice have Uh, Given credence to those who want to dismiss Donald Trump and move on. And to your point, Mary, I think the most important thing that this is unprecedented. And while it seems to some that it was moving at a glacial pace, those who know Merrick Garland know, and these are people I've known for 20, 30 years who've known him that long, always described him as meticulous, careful, and he was going to have all his I's dotted, all his T's crossed. So you best believe. That what happened yesterday, he was well aware of the consequences of what would go down and the kickback he'd get from the GOP and McCarthy and everyone else. And he's ready for it. And Donald Trump should be ready for it. And what he did yesterday by tweeting it out himself was the act of a desperate man.
4: He is desperate
2: at this point. He knows the walls are closing in. They have been for a while those of us who, you know, read tea leaves and, and know th- these people that are involved in the investigation. I mean, I started knowing weeks ago that there was something was up because every time I would talk to a, a, a one of my sources at the DOJ and we were face to face, there'd be a grin from ear to ear going, just, just wait, just wait. Yeah. So we, we know it's been coming. It's where it's going that we have to be uh, cautious of and, and cognizant of. And I think yeah. that, that, that raid yesterday was an indication that they're going after him for the for the records. But what's in those records is what's uh, – and you best believe they already know. Of course they do.
1: Those records. Yeah. They're,
2: and and in fact that the, he's still facing the January 6th committee. He's still facing right. that independent investigation. And he's got a problem down in Georgia. Yeah, Donald so let's – Donald Trump let's, is let's, not going to run for re-election. He's going to be in jail.
0: Okay, well, let's, let's... – oh, where well, did Brian go? That was anyway, very dramatic. I know that – and Period. Um, <laughs> fade to black, not even just oh, there he is. Okay, so first, before Cliff, I want to get to you, but first, I wanted to say hi, Adam, hi, Jen, hi, George, hi, Norm, hi, Kurt. Hello,
3: hi. um,
0: so Brian said a lot that that reminds me of things that I want to hang on to. For example, I want to talk about the situation in Kentucky and the ways. Biden handled it versus the way Republican leadership handled it, which is to say Republican leadership didn't do a fucking thing. Um, and when are people finally going to catch on to that? What specifically do we think is in the documents? Um, but I want to start with two things. First of all, uh, no, I want to start with one thing. Uh, what's his name? So, senator Chuck Schumer, sorry, Senator Schumer, no, no, he's no, my no. senator. <laughs> I, I just blanked for a second. Uh, he was on Rachel Maddow last night, and uh, Rachel Maddow asked him because this news had just broken and he had been scheduled beforehand to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act to comment on um, a House Minority Asshole, sorry, uh, Leader Kevin McCarthy who basically is accusing Merrick Garland of uh, using the DOJ as a political tool. I mean, really? Has he met Bill Barr? And of uh, threatening um, him with just using up all of the time if the Republicans take over the House to create all of these um, mock trials uh, against anybody who has dared go after the truth. Uh, Benghazi. Yeah, exactly. It'll be Benghazi on steroids to the nth power. Um, So Schumer declined to comment. And Cliff, that is a classic Democratic mistake. You need to meet these things head on with force, because look at what is going on in the right wing chat rooms after last night.
3: Well, and again, this is how we end up losing things we should win. This is why you started your show, Mary, talking about what more could we need? And the truth is, if if the media would do its job and Democrats would message in just the most basic ways, we wouldn't need it anymore. We'd need less. But the problem is exactly what you just said. We were like our response is, well, let's wait till it plays out. Let's be cautious. They're screaming, lock her up at rallies, you know, whenever. And I'm not saying that's right. I don't want to be a bunch of fascists like them. But you don't not comment on these things. You don't not drive the, the point home that. The the former president of the United States had a federal judge in the FBI just decide there was probable cause to raid Mar-a-Lago. You don't bring up the fact that they were demanding that Rudy Giuliani come down to Fulton County and of course in Georgia and of course Rudy's like, well, I can't fly. Which, as a vampire, I thought he had wings, but okay, maybe I'm wrong. But okay, he can't fly because he's sick. So they're like, can we'll fly alternative- the day. Yeah, Exactly, he'll get burned. Uh, but they're like, <laughs> he's got, got night altern- flights. <laughs> night flights. They're like, we have alternative transportation for you. You're like. These things are all going on. And when Democrats, and there are exceptions, Eric Swalwell, Ted Lieu, who are great at this, but like most of our folks, like Schumer in those moments, do not drive home the point that the reason these guys were there is that this guy stole classified documents, and perhaps we think, allegedly, and we don't know why else, but there's 80 billion other trials going on. And it gets me so angry because, again we have the truth on our side and we won't even pound that messaging home about how they're corrupt and how they're taking away your rights and all these right. things they on the other hand you brought up mccarthy but like everybody read the nullification act from 19 from 1832 like they're pulling oh, i just read stuff. that
0: last weekend right what Carrie Lake right
3: now is saying that they should essentially attack federal troops that come into the state of arizona and that they that, the, that what the feds say doesn't apply to Arizona anymore. Like we're getting towards civil war rhetoric and, and they're inciting and, violence. Let me just say right. I'll just know no, it's OK. I'll just finish up mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. I will always remember that right before Oklahoma City, it was this rhetoric attacking the feds and saying the ATF were jackbooted thugs knocking your door in and they're coming to get you. And they're, they're you know, they're Nazis. And then 168 people die and 680 others are injured and a bunch of kids playing in a, in a, you know, childcare are wiped from this earth because a right-wing radical takes their signals and goes Mm -hmm. and carries it out.
0: Yeah. Well, look, defund the police. Am I right? I mean, it, the hypocrisy, we shouldn't be shocked by the hypocrisy anymore. It's more norm. The fact that it's being allowed to play out and legitimized. And of course this goes back to when, Um, I think it was the DHS, maybe it was the FBI. I apologize. I don't remember precisely, but came out with a report that showed decisively that their biggest threat to America was white domestic terrorism. And the Republican Party squashed it because that's their fucking base. So Norm, like, we're in this situation now where these people were legitimized by a hundred percent of the, the federal government for two years uh, in the first two years of Donald's administration. And now, you know, we're just going to we're just going to let them spout their lies and their hatred and their undermining of American democracy.
5: So there, there are so many points to focus on here. One, Kevin McCarthy, of course, remember, admitted publicly that Benghazi was all about hurting Hillary Clinton. It had nothing to do with Benghazi. Uh, the second point is, there's another name that ought to be mentioned here, and that is Jim Jordan. Kevin McCarthy is shitting in his pants. We had Matt Gates yesterday say that uh, their speaker should be Jim Jordan. And everything that Kevin McCarthy does. This is not a man with any moral compass. This is right. a man without any morality whatsoever. His mm-hmm. only interest is in staying as leader and becoming speaker if they win and he will do anything and say anything. Having said that, Cliff is right. You cannot let people spouting this kind of rhetoric just get away with it because it, by inaction, legitimizes it. At the same time, we have Marjorie Taylor Greene pretty much openly inciting violence on Twitter. How is she still able to do so? Why is she not suspended uh, or removed? And this is happening all over the place. And then one point that I think we need to emphasize, and all of us should be emphasizing this over and over again. The copy of the warrant was left with Donald Trump, okay? You do a search warrant, you leave the warrant with the person who is being searched. He should be called out every minute, okay? this is unjust, let's see the copy of the warrant. You've got it, make it public. Finally, Kash Patel, one of the leading fascists in all of this, saying, well, you know, he declassified all of it before he left, except those terrible bureaucrats didn't mark them declassified. And of course, Kash Patel is probably one whose text messages mysteriously disappeared from the uh, Department of Defense. But let's also remind people that even if they were declassified, which they were not, he has possession of government property that he's not allowed to have. He has violated the law, period.
0: Right. Right. And and Jen, again, it's very difficult to square this extraordinarily fraught move. I mean, it's complicated. I just imagine the thought that went into it. And I have to guess that everybody who signed off on it ultimately did not want to. Like, they were probably like Pence looking for a way out of, you know, uh, ratifying the election results. They pro- This is the last thing in the world they wanted to do. They had to because the evidence was so overwhelming and compelling. And, you know, we don't know what he returned and what he kept. Um, I'm guessing they wouldn't have done this for Kim Jong-un love letters. Um, but, you know, what What we also need to keep in mind, and Donald Trump could do himself and us a huge favor by doing his norm suggest and letting us know it's there. There is massive national security or sorry, potential national security issues uh, that we could be looking at.
6: Yes. And Mary, you know, our friend uh, Joyce Vance added thing to this discussion. I heard her this morning on Morning Joe, the discussion around these three elements that are necessary before a federal judge will sign off on one of these warrants. And you're referring to even before that happens, it went all the way up to Merrick Garland, who, as you know, we already know by observing what Brian said, is the most careful cross your T's, dot your I's kind of person. But let me just reiterate the three points and then add uh, the three elements and then add what Joyce said, which I think is really critical for us. I mean, first, um, you have to convince the judge that you have probable cause that a crime was committed. Um, Then, you know, you have to also, um, sorry, I hear an echo. Uh, Then you have to also convince uh, the judge that um, the location you are searching will yield evidence of that crime. And then, of course, the third point is that there's not a less um, convince their judge that you've you've exhausted all other means uh, for getting it. Or in this case, you don't want to use an ordinary subpoena because you think the documents will be destroyed, which because your uncle has a habit of chewing and flushing and God knows what else with documents is easily, easily shown. We all know that. The piece that Joyce mentioned, which I found so compelling, is this idea of freshness. The information that you are bringing to the judge has to be fresh. It can't be, well, we've known he's had this for months and now we want to, you know, go in there and search. There must have been something fresh. And so I asked myself. This is right. Pure speculation. Here's a hypothetical no evidence of this, but it's an example. Let's imagine that the suspect here was at a golf tournament with you know, you know, the Saudis, and said, "I could sell you that." And someone heard that. I mean, in other words, there's he's a big braggadocious person, even though he denies it, and he probably says, "I got this, I got that," but I, you know, in other words, something happened quite recently that made them realize they had to go in there and get something. Period. So that's the new thing, the freshness. Let me add my own thing, which you all know. It's the the plain sight document. I mean, the you know, once they're in there, looking at stuff, if they see evidence of other crimes, they can take that. Um, So you know, they were not in there for five minutes, despite your cousin um, Eric suggesting. You know, they looked around. (laughs) Looked in the cupboard. There was nothing. It was like bare. Eric would know. <laughs> um, you know. They were there from like at nine in the morning until 6 30 at night or something. You know, that's time. You know, so anyway, that yeah. you know, my thoughts, Mary, are you're right. I don't Lord, think.
5: let oh, there be tapes with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you
6: know, no. No.
0: Was-
6: if you I keep, mean- let me just say this last thing, what Norm is alluding to. You know, He's someone who I'm sure likes to blackmail people. Or I shouldn't say I'm sure. It seems like he'd be the type. And where would you keep, you know, the dirt on <laughs> Lindsey Graham? Where would you keep that? Would it not be in the safe? You know, I don't know. Anyway, that those yeah. are all recordings of my
7: conversations. Well, yeah. I know that well, there are people. Uh, hang on, Brian, the
0: Brian hang say- on. There are a lot of us here. So let's oh, just okay. uh, I want to. That's OK. Uh, Kurt, we just saw that the D.C. Court of Appeals said the House and Ways. Sorry, House Ways and Means Committee can obtain Donald's tax returns. I'm so sick of that thread, by the way. How long? How many decades have we been hearing we're going to see the fucking tax returns? But the point of that is, going back to where we started, this is not, okay, this happened, let's forget about everything else. It's cumulative, and let's not forget Alex Jones's text messaging record for the last two years. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, so Kurt, it does feel that um, not only that, that there is a lot of there there, but there can also be momentum on the Democrats' side to um, make as much of this as they can. You're muted.
3: Uh, we can't hear you, Kurt.
4: Um, they should. Uh, you guys were talking <laughs> earlier about the cautious nature of Democrats. I think what's been happening over the last 24 hours is a perfect example of that. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have heard, you know, we got to be careful not to politicize this. And to my my course, is, you know, the other guys are going to say that we're politicizing it no matter what we do. Right, we yes. can't fight something with nothing. And if you see this ground to them and allow them to make up these wild conspiracy theories about the FBI, about the Justice Department, about President Biden, if you let that go unchecked, then we're, we're screwed. Um, you know, every single Democrat needs to be out there saying,, you know, without even commenting on the specifics of this situation because we don't know we don't know what the specifics are yet, but there's nothing stopping every Democrat going out there saying, number one, if there's something in here that's not right, Donald Trump can release that warrant anytime he wants. Number two, the FBI director was appointed. By Donald Trump when he was president. Number three, this is how the justice system works. You cannot be pr- the party of law enforcement and comps and at the same time threaten the institutions that support law enforcement and cops. It just doesn't work that way. Um, you're seeing crazy things out there. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, we must you know defund the FBI, and
3: uh-huh. uh,
4: you know, Kevin McCarthy threatening to launch congressional investigations targeting the right. attorney general. And that. and it's like, by the way, every single time I see Jim Jordan or Kevin McCarthy quoted, I'm wondering why the media doesn't point out. These people are the same people who have been defying congressional subpoenas, who said it was okay for the executive branch to ignore fake congressional subpoenas. And now all of a sudden they want to go and use them. What kind of bullshit double standard is that? Uh, you know, well, that's what they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and on top of it, uh, you know, we still don't know after all this time, the totality in which this president was bought and paid for by foreign interests. Uh, there you that, go. That is the most disturbing element of all of this. And there is a direct relationship, I think, between oh, the tax returns, right? between the classified documents, between Donald Trump kowtowing with, with, with the Saudis uh, at, you know, at a golf tournament on his property. Uh, you know, How is it possible that we've allowed things to get to the point where the president and his children – have received foreign money directly and have and, and are in possession of classified information something tells me that's not a really good situation for the united states of america
0: yeah yeah absolutely okay Danielle has to leave soon yeah. so i just want to go back to her real quick quickly oh my goodness
1: yeah i mean yes i would i would just add to you know to what Kirk said it's just like we're trying to make sense for these republicans who live on earth too right? They are not, they don't care about the facts um, of, of, of probable cause of the fact that you, the FBI just doesn't walk into somebody's home without probable cause, without all of these checklists. It doesn't make sense to them, right? They, they keep saying, oh my goodness, if this can happen to Donald Trump, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anyone that's a fucking criminal, right? <laughs> like that, I mean, that's, that's the point that actually needs to be made is that this is not just, you know, uh, everyone out for legal political wars. It's like, this there was serious criminal activity, so much so that when this warrant was executed, we had no idea what it was about because Trump is being investigated by so many goddamn people that we're <laughs> like, Is this Georgia? Is it th- yes? Is it this? Is it that? We had no idea. We're playing hopscotch right now because the man is a mob boss. And so, I, I think that what Democrats can do is continue to say. The fact that we want that no one is above the law. So if you have somebody that is engaging in criminal activity out in the open in the way that Donald Trump and all of his sycophants were, then like we want our agencies to do their job. Right. The same way you wanted Hillary Clinton's emails to be reinvestigated in October of 2016 is the same way that we want all of this to be aired out to the public and to everyone's point if donald trump has the warrant which we know that he does and it's foul play then air it out to the public or are we looking for bamboo on ballots in the same bullshit way that they were doing in arizona and these other places
0: yeah absolutely and uh, there are a couple of points you raised that i want to get to but brian you had a quick comment well uh quickly what the John said. um uh
2: what watch we saying there the rumors
0: I watch watches in here.
2: I'm sorry, <laughs> Kurt. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Forgive me. Wow. Uh,
3: wow. You're wow. Wow.
2: That's it. You're canceled. <laughs> hurt Jesus. me. Hurt me. So that's um, the, to the point of what you all were saying that my sources in the DOJ um, are saying that if you're looking in the direction, of what he did with the information, then we might be looking in the right direction. And that's a circumspect, as they're going to say. But what they're telling us is that, indeed, the reason why it was so necessary to get to the documents now is because there is an indication that he was going to trade them or that he might have information that could hurt the U.S. and they wanted to get to it before he sold it. So that's where we should be, I think, looking with this yep. particular warrant and this particular search, but there are still so many other things that he has done. That you don't yeah. know if that, if by executing this search, they also gathered ancillary information for the rest yeah. of the investigations that are ongoing, what right. that information is and how, when, where, and how it will lead. The okay. ultimate thing is, I think it's going to end, uh, again, I keep saying, indicting Donald Trump for something sooner yeah, rather well- than
0: that that would be awesome uh but george i mean there that that's also very complicated i think right now though and and i think that there's a possibility that yeah it's related to other the billions of other investigations but it may be a whole new thing like i don't know espionage or whatever um but i think i want to stay with the 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 failure to push back on the Democrat and hopefully look, it's been less than 24 hours. There's still time. I understand not wanting to speculate. That's our job, but you know, if you're the, the head of the Senate, you don't want to speculate unnecessarily about because we don't know what is going on. We don't know what the documents were. We do know a lot of things though. We know that the Republicans are politicizing it. The Republicans are saying these absolutely disgraceful anti-FBI, anti-law enforcement, anti-DOJ things that demand pushback. We also know that the reason, the almost certain reason that there was a search warrant is because they didn't for a second trust Donald to hand anything over.
8: Well, I'm hardly a legal scholar or, um, you know, other than law and order, as I said last time. However, you know, we know that the... the FBI doesn't go in there. It's not for nothing, as they mm-hmm. say. This was not for nothing, number one. Number two, uh, Mary, what you just brought about uh, when Republicans cry foul, it's, it's, it's hypocritical. Somebody tweeted this word that let, they want to start using called, <laughs> not to make a joke, but it's, it's going to be one, dictum. You know, like first be a <laughs> dick, and then when somebody does the same thing back to you, play victim. And the word <laughs> dictum. And that's what Republicans are really good at. I love yeah. that, by the way.
3: Who yeah. did? I just said I love that, by the
0: way, and I'd like to use it.
8: Please. Well, come I mean, on. I think it's open do. source, so go nuts.
0: That's what Donald has been doing his whole life, right? Victim,
8: <laughs> Exactly. Take it. Go Meshuggah.
7: So don't, don't forget dictator.
0: Exactly.
7: Yeah. Yep.
8: There's um, all
0: sorts of dick words we could use here. Yes. But let's not.
8: It is interesting to see, though, that from the right, like, you know, the foam on the mouth is really starting to get frothy, um, so to speak, as as it were, and um, it, th- this heat is making them really uncomfortable. I don't see what Dan Bongino tweets. Uh, he blocked me sometimes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think he's probably blocked what? all of us most likely. But there. a good... <laughs> <laughs>
8: um, but. Uh, he, uh, there is that. There is that clip of him uh, going around Twitter that he said something like, "You know, the left thinks this is hilarious." I personally think it's great. It was the news I needed to hear after the Olivia Newton-John news. Yeah, um, and um, <laughs> what, there, there, it's it's all unknowns, at least from where I'm sitting. You know, mm-hmm. except the fact that, as I said when I started this, hey, wash Except uh, when um, we started this, that. They don't go in there for nothing. So it has right. to be something really major. This is all speculation. It's like trying to guess when Apple's going to release their new phone. Like, we don't, we have some educated guesses based on history, right. but we don't know for sure. So, um, you know, it would be great if there was some nice compromise on uh, Dame Lindsey Graham in that safe. Um,
0: yeah. I, you know what? I, George, do I want to a- see it. <laughs> no, but we want to know it's there. We want other people to see it um, because, you know, it's sort of like a lot of the documents that that uh, apparently have been seized legitimately <laughs> um, are so classified that they couldn't even be described in the outline of documents that were taken. I, I mean, it's just, it is kind of mind-blowing. And Adam, uh, to Georgia's point, I I really hope, one that it that that this is as serious as it feels like it must be. That it you know that this isn't just a, a convenient out to get Donald to remove Donald from the board without you know go, going after the more serious stuff. But um, I also do want it linked up with the the stuff that one hopes is on Alex Jones's phone um, that we also probably don't want to see. Uh, if Roger Stone wants to see it, we don't want to see it, but we want the FBI to see it, and I I want the Republican Party linked to this? Because if this just takes <clears throat> down Donald, then we are far from victory.
7: Yeah. I uh, First, I, I want to say I, I, it's an interesting picture. Um, I, I've been a reserve law enforcement officer for 14 years now. Just to think of the United States Secret Service Uniform Division stepping aside to let the FBI come in and conduct their search. I mean, it's, it's incredible you know, to see it. We haven't seen it, but just the thought of the fact that secret service had to step aside, even though he wasn't there, obviously um, that area is protected. Um, a lot of these reports we've seen for years. You know, if you think of 2018, things we don't talk much about were the reports that he was eating sensitive documents and that he had his bodyguards raid his doctor's office for medical yep. records. Yeah. Um, McCarthy coming out, suggesting that, uh, Um, Merrick Garland, you know, should uh, uh, keep his records as if he doesn't, I thought was really interesting. He's saying that because Donald Trump is stealing records. Um, And I think that, you know, the question is, is Kevin McCarthy going to be subpoenaed before he even has subpoena powers again? Um, But I think the message for Democrats is simple. Um, I think that we need to say over and over that Republicans need to stop threatening the United States. Um, I don't think Americans like being threatened. Um, the GOP is threatening to dismantle this country. And I think Republicans reminded every single day which country they're fucking with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh Waj, uh welcome. Uh, Kurt just made a, a really good point telepathically, as did uh Norm, that um the the idea that Biden would step on his own phenomenal accomplishment is absurd. And um we we and hopefully uh people with much bigger platforms have to we have to make sure that the bad stuff doesn't get lost and again that it stays cumulative but that the maybe more importantly the good stuff doesn't get lost because again the democrats have to be perfect in order to get parity, right?
9: Yeah, I mean, look at what just happened, right? Inflation Reduction Act—the greatest contribution to combat climate change in our lifetime. Uh, the fact that you know we're going to lower prescription drugs, the fact that we're actually going to tax some uh, billionaire corporations—it's a huge win. And gas prices have been coming down. And you have Dark Brandon, which is a meme that has been t- <laughs> turned against itself and made Biden look cool. For the Do you first think we time. could
0: make Dark Brandon a nerd Avenger? That would be yeah.
9: Fun. Dark yeah. Dark Brandon is part of the Dark Avengers, Mary. There's actually something called the Dark Avengers when the bad Avengers took over for a while. Don't let me go down <laughs> the rabbit hole. I'm gonna well, be Dark sounds... Brandon
3: for Halloween. That sounds be... more
9: fun. No offense. <laughs> it is more fun. They were. It, they actually all the bad guys had much more fun. Um. Uh, but Dark. The fact is that it is a way Brian. To... This
7: is Waj talking. Just to so you know. Yeah. yeah you
9: yeah. could pivot. You could pivot this because, as Adam said. There is something to be said about the fact that the majority does not want to be terrorized by a radicalized minority. We do not want to be terrorized by a MAGA cult that is trying to overthrow our free and fair elections. We do not want our school boards to be terrorized. We don't want our, our health care to be terrorized, right? We do not want women to, to lose their rights. So let's stop bending the knee to a radicalized minority that throws in temper tantrum whenever the rules apply to them. And so there is a pivot here where I think the message should be no one is above the law. You saw Pelosi say it today. Uh, There is a message here that says Republicans are attacking our freedoms again and again and again. You say that. And this is a part where you say we elected Joe Biden because we Mm -hmm. wanted accountability. 81 million people came out during a pandemic. This was pre-vaccine. Remember that where the Mm -hmm. Supreme Court justices were perfectly fine voting from home. But then they sent out people in Wisconsin, black and brown people to vote during a pandemic. This is why 81 million people came out. Because we believe in the rule of law. We believe in democracy. We believe in accountability. And by we, I mean Democrats. So it is something really funny. Like, oh, it's a deep state plot. No, Joe Biden wants, like, everyone to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act for the next two weeks. This will only inflame the already inflamed radicalized minority. You already see them, you know, jumping up and down. But I still think it's a great sign for us that the former president of the United States uh, a person who uh allegedly eats documents which is hilarious eats and like like you know yeah it's Uh-oh.
0: also in the dsm but that's a story okay. for another time no okay. just yeah, you
9: know a lot of ketchup fact, on him the fact that he you know uh flushes documents and eats them will never cease being hilarious to me uh, and the fact that he casually thought he could just take boxes of documents from the white house the united states is responding and saying no No one's above the law. And the fact that it shows that the DOJ and law enforcement, especially for Merrick Garland, it's a win for him also. The last thing I'll say is, especially with, um, you know, taking the Breonna Taylor murder seriously, uh, uh, that just happened a couple of days ago, which is big news. And this, it is showing us that, oh, accountability, keeping this in the news, Democrats flexing their power in the House, this January 6th commission's. It is leading to something and creating a narrative that I think will be very detrimental for Republicans, which is why they're freaking out. And based on the point you just said, I think it's not just Trump, Mark Meadows, Kevin McCarthy, Alex Jones, Roger Stone. You're going to see the entire right wing infrastructure, hopefully inshallah, come down if Mm -hmm. the DOJ does its works and follows the breadcrumbs.
2: I think it already has, Waj. I think that, uh, like I said, we're in the hinterland and there are fewer Trump. Posters, there are fewer Trump flags. The people I talked to that said they were Trump supporters no longer are. And the reasons why they said they were Trump supporters is they thought, well, Donald Trump would clean up the mess in Washington, DC. That we gave him a chance, that's why I supported him. Now they consider him a liar like everyone else. Okay, they-
0: but Brian, then that leaves us with uh what's his name? a Hitler DeSantis. So well, uh, you know, I don't know wrong who- DeSantis. that. Ron DeSantis,
2: he's a center,
0: uh, non-par
2: excellence. But the, the, I think what it shows is that the Democrats right now have a widening and opening window to make a statement in the midterm elections. So when Kevin McCarthy says, well, when we get in, we're going to you know, invent, he ain't going to do it. He ain't going to have the ability to do it because right. I think that window is opening. And I think if the Democrats play their cards right. I think they will not only cement a larger number of people in the Senate, but will hold on to their a majority in the house i think that's a widening possibility every day and each little bit like watch that you talked about all the bills that have passed the actions of the january 6th committee and then the search of donald trump all of it is giving people the impetus to understand that they've been screwed and it's time to get past him. and kevin
7: yeah, mccarthy and, and, seems to have totally forgotten and missed the what happened in kansas last week
0: well kevin mccarthy's an okay idiot. guys talk <laughs> i'd, to I'd like to get
2: 80-year-old <laughs> on on hallucinogens
0: yeah, well, McCarthy Kevin McCarthy is not somebody to take seriously. He just is a a total sycophant, and uh, he's delusional. He thinks he's going to be House Majority, uh, sorry, Speaker of the House. He's out of his mind, and he should be driven from public office. But you know, the Republicans aren't going to do that. But Norm, you know, the other thing that that we can't lose sight of is the fact that the FBI, the DOJ, and the Secret Service are on our side is absolutely absurd. I'm reading Carol Lennick's zero fail right now and it's just horrifying yeah. how, I mean, if you want to call them small C conservative, I don't know, but how in the tank for the right wing, uh, particularly the Secret Service, has always been. But we also know what happened in 2016 no, with them. the FBI. Norm. Good point.
5: Yeah, and with um, uh, Rudy Giuliani and I'm still puzzled as to why He has not been indicted yet, uh, especially since uh, his phones were taken in a search warrant a long time ago. Uh, But, you know, I I thought one of the interesting developments this week was uh, members of the select committee saying that they're now uh, working on on metadata uh, on these uh, texts and they've got reason to believe that they can work with the phone company and possibly secure some of them. And there is no doubt that the Secret Service, top officials in the Defense Department, the loathsome acting Secretary of Homeland Security, and his even more loathsome uh, acting Deputy Secretary, Ken Cuccinelli, who also had their uh, texts uh, uh, removed, if we get access to those, we are going to see just how deep the traitorous, insurrectionist conspiracy went. And it's possible, at least with some of those, including from the Secret Service people who were particularly close to Trump, uh, and all of these others were handpicked by him to uh, help out in this process, that will get even closer to Trump along the way. There's so much going on. And one question we have to ask is, do we have enough people? Do we have enough lawyers at the uh, Department of Justice to be able to deal with all of these cases and all of these elements going forward? Does the select committee have enough staff and others working with them to be able to get at it? But we're starting to see more and more layers of this onion unpeeled, and it's going to get to a putrid center before very long. Just one thing on Kevin McCarthy. There's a long string of McCarthy's, there's Joe yep. McCarthy, there's Charlie McCarthy, and then there's Kevin McCarthy. And they all have something in common. He's a puppet to Trump, just as Charlie was. He is an evil lying force, just as Joe was. Stay away from McCarthy's. Yeah, well,
0: I, McCarthy. I, I'll take the dummy uh, any day. But, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think he's eligible to run for Congress. <laughs> Kurt, um, there is. Just not
2: touching there... it, Mary. Just not touching
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Let's move on, shall we? You know, it's it's actually not funny, Kurt. I forgot about the, the um the the fa- the text. I totally yeah. forgot about it. I I and that's what worries me again. There is just a new so
3: much stuff
0: thing that is going to push the rest out of our mind. We need to stay focused, and I feel it, you know. We, we need to stay focused and accurate on the the bad stuff. Well, you know, the stuff that's happening on the right that is potentially terrible for the Republican Party. We need to be focused and accurate on all the good stuff. The Democrats are um, accomplishing. For example, the Senate didn't pass the inflation reduction. The Democrats did. Um, you know, 48 Democrats were on board with XYZ. It was only, you know, either Cinema or Manchin who are, you know, the Democrats are united. The Democrats are doing these things. The Republicans blocked capping insulin, et cetera, et cetera. Right, Kurt? I mean, I feel like if we can do both of those things, because the clear polling averages are are not just uh, narrowing the gap between generic, uh, dems republicans it's actually widening in favor of democrats at this point
4: yeah i mean you go back to one of the wave elections that we had back when obama was president when republicans actually took back congress at this point in the calendar republicans had a seven to ten point congressional generic ballot uh, advantage at this point in the calendar right now most polling and the internal polling that i have seen has democrats up between five and eight like that's a that's a big swing and also realize too that when you look at the top 37 frontline, most competitive districts that were going to be the battleground for november the democrat campaigns the candidates have outraised republican opponents by 100 million dollars collectively uh you know we look at signs and we look at history and trends but i'll tell you when you look at just the data on the ground and where things are at it's very good for democrats right now in fact i would rather be the Democrats than the Republicans. I would rather be the party that can run on getting infrastructure done, on getting support for our veterans with the burn pit situation. I would rather be the party that just delivered the chip sack and revitalizing many American manufacturing that's gotten uh, this version of Build Back Better, if you will, done and passed and, and, pass and signed into law that will be the most meaningful measure we've taken against climate change in human history versus the other guys who all they have to run on is defending domestic terrorists and insurrectionists, being against veterans, being for China, taking away uh, uh, efforts to try to make insulin more affordable for Americans. I mean, what the hell kind of pro-life party wants to make insulin harder to get for the American people? Not to mention just the overall issue of abortion, and rights and privacy and healthcare. We have so many things going for us. All oh, not to mention the the kick-ass jobs report that just came out. Mm-hmm. Unemployment at three point five percent. It's like, yeah, there are some issues with inflation. Oh, fine, we'll concede that. But you know, the message there is inflation in the economy. These are all temporary things. What Republicans want to do are permanent. What they want to do to this country will be permanent. What they want right. to do with your rights, your bodies. I'll, you know, mandating that a 10 year old who was raped has to take uh, carry a, a pregnancy, the term th- th- those things are permanent. Um, we have a great story to tell. And these guys are going to be spend the next three or four months defending why their leader shouldn't be in prison. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, there is a window of time that we have left. I mean, understand if mm-hmm. Republicans back the reins of power all of these investigations basically stop where they are. Yep. Uh, the tax returns never come out. The They will deluge the Justice Department and this administration with subpoenas and oversight hearings. It will make Benghazi look like nothing, uh, what they are planning right. to do. So there is a window of time, and, and I have to believe that the attorney general, the FBI director, the judge who signed off on this warrant, they understand that between now and November, they're going to have to explain on some level what this was about, because if they don't and the other guys take back power, they're screwed. Um, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's over. So uh, I, I do think that we're going to get a lot of more information going forward. And if I were the Republican party, if I'm Kevin McCarthy, uh, if you're banking your future speakership on the idea That there isn't damaging information that that, that is now in the possession of the federal government and law enforcement. Uh, You you know, you, you haven't been paying attention to how the January 6th committee proceedings have played out, how that committee so successfully was able to get firsthand witnesses, documents all from Republican witnesses. And oh, by the way, let's not forget that when we come back in September, season two of the January 6th committee hearings will convene. And we know that even since those hearings began, this former president has engaged in criminal activity, in trying to subvert democracy and try to interfere and witness tamper. Like the crimes have been ongoing. That's the, the most challenging part of all of this is that there are so many crimes that have been committed and continue to be committed? It's hard to keep track of it, but we have to do that, and we have to tell the story of Democrat successes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have two and, spreadsheets. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cliff, what is too enough? I mean, my God, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Of, what that is one of the the frustrations slash concerns uh, is that Donald's been committing crimes since 1973, for God's sakes, and never, never anything sticks. And here we are at this moment where, um, so he's, he is using, he is going to use this to oh, yeah. stir up yeah the base and yes. And, and, you know, play on their sense of grievance and their sense of entitlement, which is why, again, I think that just saying, yeah we don't we 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 can't speculate is bullshit because we're not talking about speculating we're talking about um fighting back first of all and secondly you know i think on the left there might be some wariness about taking the republicans on because they're lying right And all they're going to say is, well, the Democrats are lying, too. I don't give a shit. We're telling the truth. You tell the truth no matter what. You say it loud and clear.
3: Right. And constantly. Right. You say it loud. You say it constantly. You answer quickly
0: and concisely.
3: Right. Concisely. Kurt had had some great points. Oh, Now Kurt's gone. Um, But he was making some great points before about sort of the, the messages and what we can use and what we can say and how we're actually still doing really well, even though Biden's numbers are terrible. And the truth is, is that it's now become a, re- a referendum on them. It's become a referendum on the Supreme Court. It's become a referendum on January 6th. But I still will say, you know, some of this, you know, some of the Biden stuff still can depress some vote. And even with as great as we're doing, and I've seen those internal polls too, um, I still just wish they would get the hell out there. They have got an economic and healthcare message to sell now on lower prescription drugs and wh- and great jobs numbers and what they've done to fight inflation. And then, you know, the one that really frustrated me is they're trying to turn Biden into a bumbling, you know, dementia, patient, weak, you know. Dark Brandon? Well, go out with Dark Brandon, but here's the ad for you. The same day that we wiped Al Zwahiri off the earth was the same day that Guy Refit, which, by the way, has to be a made-up name. (laughs) I, I hope you all know that. You know, the guy that had the zip ties in the Capitol and was looking for Nancy Pelosi got seven years, got the biggest uh, 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 sentence of anybody. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would grab that and put that into a narrative about how Joe, I'm sorry, you know, narrative. Joe Biden is kicking ass and, and taking on those who would attack America. Joe Biden is, is there for you delivering economically, delivering with healthcare, and then go after these motherfuckers, sorry, pardon my whatever, on the other side and point out that they're just a bunch of corrupt criminal traitors. And it just needs to be hammered home everywhere in ads on Twitter, whatever, that they take the side every single fucking time of the people who committed the crime. They do these little like performative bullshit at CPAC with that idiot crying in like a prison cell where he really should be, you know, because these guys that that maimed, stabbed, speared, kicked, and did God knows what else to Capitol Hill police and tried to murder our officials are in prison for it. And like, if we would, again, I'll just shut up, but I will say if we would put together these narratives about strength of biden about the economic and and health successes and then about what the other side is offering you you you're you're a woman you're going to be a baby container you're a ward of the state all right you you send your kids to school they want 15 year olds with ar-15s wandering around like this is not hard and i wish we would get the fuck out there and do it okay yeah yeah
0: um george and then jed i want to talk a little bit about those more those social issues uh in the context of everything else that's going on so george you had a quick point
8: Yeah, I want to add and sort of pile on with Cliff there. Um, We've talked about this before. A lot of people talk about it. Republicans are really good at messaging and sticking to a message. Like how many years later, they're still saying make America great again. How many years later, they're still saying fake news. How many years in, they're still saying stolen election. It's annoying, but they repeat it. They repeat it, they repeat it, and it's effective. Yeah. On the left, we can't seem to, number one, lock down on a message or a simple series of them. Um, and also, once we find an effective message, repeat, 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 repeat. And then after that, repeat. You know, it's yeah. as if we get bored and we move on and we can't stay on message. Um, what right. Cliff was bringing up, like all these victories that we've been having lately, um you know, but I'm you know, I'm not in that think tank, and then maybe that's kind of what we're sussing out with this with our Nerd Avengers initiative here. I feel like um really, Mary, you need an eye patch. You need to be the Nick Fury here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be um, so sure. cool. I have a parrot.
8: But the um uh <laughs> Republicans are really good at this, and you know, sort of sticking to a very simple, not too polysyllabic. Not too complicated message. No it. big SAT words in there. Just keep it like, you know, but like drive it home, you know, without compromising any um, integrity. We a day yeah.
0: And of course we know that an eye patch will be making a cameo at some point. In the not and you
8: need from... a leather, you need a long leather trench coat.
0: Okay. <laughs> Jet. <laughs> um, you, you were just saying dark Brandon is a winner and you know, what the great thing is Joe Biden looks cool without having to Photoshop his face onto somebody else's body, which is always <laughs> nice. Um and also just the really simple messaging, right? And I, I do feel that simple messages and also just be strong. Like don't don't just say build back better, which I think is terrible, but um, you know, really go at them. I want to see pictures of kindergarten teachers carrying AK forty sevens, you know, and say, is this really what you
1: Eesh.
6: want? Yeah, um, I'm looking for the question. No, I really don't. No, want the question our- is,
0: <laughs> I don't really ask questions. I just leave, leave you, a,
6: No, we we're talking about messaging and you were yeah, saying, yeah. No, I mean, you
0: were saying in the yeah. chat about, you know, Democrats deliver and just, you know, short to the point, And it's it says what's actually happening.
6: Yeah. I mean, I'm always happy with uh, this, the same stuff George is talking about, which is consistency, easy, you know, after the inauguration, I was always using Dems deliver, or sometimes I'll say, you know, HOTUS, Joe Biden, you know, and the Dems deliver or promises kept. I mean, I, you know, I tend to try to use the same things over and over. And then, you know, I do think Dark Brandon, the various memes are just brilliant. They make me happy. Um, they also convey, you know, there's something about um, an image of you know the image of joe who's just kind of been this steady happy guy having you know a tough side you know that's and and even bring you know even the you know crypto eyes right yeah he's not just
0: clark kent
6: yeah you know so it's you know i think it i think it speaks bernie was really popular with the young people because they kind of memed him Early on, and it's not just the memes; it's the memes that coordinate with the values. You know, he just did what the Democrats did with the Inflation Reduction Act is the first major, you know, climate change legislation. It's huge. It's also the corporate tax cut, and finally, we're we're on board with it's it's a it's a double. Oh, and also even with the inflation drug price lowering, it's a win because. I would have rather had the cap on insulin, that would have been better. But the Republicans fucked themselves because they didn't do that. So we have a win and we have, look, we can even do better if we have more votes. So I do, I, I'm seeing really good, I feel like last week into yesterday has been very good. Um, And, you know, even, and I also think, I'm not afraid of the violence that they bring because they haven't brought it yet. Nothing burned last night. Nothing burned down. And and they need because they're scattered all over the place and they're going to have to try to coordinate around some other event. And we'll be watching them. If Trump really had any power, shit would have burned yesterday. He doesn't. There may be violence. I'm not. I don't want it. You know, and I hear it. But I think instead of, you know, I think they're bullshit drama queen rhetoric. we have got to call it out. But we have to call it out, not out of fear, but out of, well, let me just sort of back up. Sorry, this one last piece of it, which is what we're seeing now with the Republicans, they've had many chances to choose their side. I don't even listen to their voices. If you imagine they're not even saying anything, are, there's two sides of the room at the dance. There's are you lining up With Donald, are you lining up with democracy? That's all. And, you know, you notice Mitch McConnell has been as silent as can be. Yeah. Yeah. You either are with Donald or you're with democracy. His silence is definite. I
0: I would actually just make an amendment. You're with the republicans or
6: you're with democracy
0: uh waj you wanted to add something quick
9: yeah i would say there's four months left to the midterms and as has been previously uh discussed with kurt and brian you see the narrowing uh And actually an advantage to Democrats, which, you know, if you're a nerd and you look at the policy cycles uh, of elections, especially when uh, there's a Democratic president, or Republican president, usually their party gets decimated uh, in the midterm elections. The fact that they aren't decimated and the fact that this is competitive shows the rest of us that the majority is sick and tired of Republican extremism. Right. And we have to take back to go back last week to Kansas. Many of us. I will just flex here for a second, said that Democrats should engage the culture war, should actually be aggressive and on offense when the Supreme Court will inevitably destroy Roe v. Wade, that this is a win for them. Do not be afraid. Do not tuck your tails between your legs. Do not care about the Rust Belt trucker named Chet who drinks real coffee in the real you know, diner in the real heartland. This is a constitutional right that has been taken away and 51% of the population, a majority is not going to forget. Lo and behold, we looked at the Monmouth poll uh, from last week. The number one issue that uh, voters care about, 24% was economy. Makes sense. Number two issue at 17%, abortion. Tied with abortion, gun control. Because even gun owners, Latino and black gun owners, especially after Uvalde are saying enough is enough. We don't want to see dead kids anymore. I was talking to Annette Shankar Osario, who we should have on this uh Nerd Avengers, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She does uh, democratic strategy and messaging every week, right? So I interviewed her for a piece I did for the Daily Beast last week, and she said, uh, "What always works is when anybody, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, show leadership and confidence." Going to your point, Mary, she said she talks to Republicans in the you know in the Midwest, like Brian was talking about these people who have turned away from Trump. The words they use to describe Republicans are evil corrupt. Uh, they don't care about anything. But at the same time, in the next same breath, they said, yeah, but we're, we'll but we we'll still vote for them because what we find attractive about them is they get shit done. Yeah. You know, they use their power. Once they get in power, they just throw down. And that type of behavior, according to Anat and her team, uh, to most voters shows uh, the type of confidence in the leadership. She said it's like a shepherd who's willing to take the reins. She says if you just stake your ground, go on offense and be consistent that's what it takes to win. And she gave three examples, and the examples that we have used on your show, so it made me feel better that I'm not crazy because the data works it out, is Mallory McMurrow, Fetterman, Gavin Newsom. She mm-hmm. said, notice that they they stand for something. They tell you exactly what they stand for. They attack. They go on offense, and they're consistent. And they've been rewarded where you, you see the Democrats say, oh, we like your passion. We like your fight. And we like what you're standing up for when it comes to the message, the message that seems to resonate. And I think it includes everything that we've talked about. Attack on abortion, Republican attack on uh, uh, books, Republican attack on contraceptives. Let's mm. not forget the big one that I think the Democrats are forgetting. You had Ron Johnson and uh, Lindsey Graham openly say they're going after Social Security and Medicare. You want to win over yes. the elders? I yep. would do ads on that alone in specific segments. Social mm-hmm. security. and Rick Scott, it's in Florida. his plan too, Rick to Scott, do that. Medicare, yep. they're not gonna do anything about climate change. Mm-hmm. They didn't even cap the price of insulin at 35. How cool do you have to be where yep. you won't cap the price of insulin at $35, even though insulin costs only 10 bucks. There are so many wins here for Democrats. But if you don't tell people, no one knows. And this is where I think Democrats for the next four months have amazing wins, Social Security, Guns, abortion, uh, law and order, accountability, uh, 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 insulin, go across the board. And what I would say, the final thing I would say is Republicans and Trump Republicans are attacking and taking away your freedoms. Democrats are trying to protect them and defend them. This is what Democrats are doing to defend democracy. This is what Republicans are doing. Make your choice. Do you want marriage equality? Do you want women to have uh, control over the bodies? Do you want your kids to read books? Do you, you want your kids to keep out running assault weapons and assault rifles? Or do you want them to be safe? Do you want to melt in, due to climate change and have genocide? Or do you want to fight back and have uh, clean air? Vote Democrat. And because the Republicans have overplayed their hand, because their base has gone so extreme, they can't go back. They're stuck. Married. Yeah. In, a, in a strange way, they've painted themselves into a corner. They can't. They can't even wiggle a little bit on abortion. They can't even wiggle on exceptions to rape right. and incest anymore, They'll lose their baby. Or, the well, you know, or the election, they can't wiggle on the right.
2: election. The, the, so the other, that's
0: the win. Claiming- the, the other thing they've yeah. painted themselves into a corner with is Donald. Um, you know, and I just want to mention that dozens of people showed up at Mar-a-Lago uh, in their golf carts. Golf carts. So I mean, that was that was very intimidating was, for me. That was I felt so intimidated. <laughs> and and as George said, Dem, Dems needs swagger and norm. Nobody in Lafayette what, Park. Just,
7: it would have been bigger exactly. but some are not out on bail
0: gems have everything <laughs> uh, we have, the gems have every true. tool on the, on
8: the game board gems have every tool they need with which to succeed every right. tool is on the board
2: but one one but, point that they need that they that i see that they don't take advantage of that they need to take advantage of january six has made a great point among trumpers that donald trump is a sore loser And Americans hate a sore loser. Even the Trumpers who used to support him are really sick of the fact that he won't shut up and quit whining when he lost. And there are people who really like the idea of a peaceful transfer of power. Again, to your point, Watch, something that we've been speaking about for weeks here is it's the messaging. If the Democrats can successfully connect with those people in mid-America who don't necessarily like the Democrats, but they really, really are getting tired of the Republicans. If if the Democrats give these people, these swing voters and then these red states, even some of these moderate Republicans, a place to go, if you build it, they will come. I'm telling you, it could be huge in the fall.
0: It could, and Norm, Um, you know, uh, Waj was talking about um, the voters' perceptions of what Republicans do, and- I think what it comes down to is the idea that people think the Republicans are fighting. They like that they fight. What gets left out is what they're fighting for. (laughs) They're they're fighting for white privilege and white supremacy. They're fighting for lowering the taxes of rich people. And they're fighting for uh, elected Republicans committing crimes with impunity. I think the Democrats need to point that out, but also start doing their own fighting because yes, Kansas was great, but you know what happened right after Kansas? Indiana. In the meantime. Yeah.
5: And now Nebraska.
0: People uh, in Nebraska, now...
5: they've just, they've just right. indicted a teenager, charged as an adult because they use social media to determine that she'd gotten an abortion and they're charging her mother. Um, you know, we have two groups of people that we need to activate. One to get out, which is the Democratic base, and the second is to make sure they vote the right way. And that's those suburban voters. And there are messages that you can pull together, but they're also a little bit uh, different. I would make a couple of points uh, and, and adding on what Watch said, and I think it's absolutely right. We've got video that's, that's just devastating of Republicans saying, 10-year-old girl, have the baby. What the heck? No problem whatsoever. Yep. But uh, first, I want all of us to use our social media and use the hashtag, show us the warrant. Demand that Donald Trump make the warrant public because this nonsense that this was all engineered politically is gonna be completely blown away by what rationale was used to search that safe and to search Mar-a-Lago. And you could be sure that we're not just talking about random documents that he may have taken that might happen to have a uh, top secret on them. We're talking about devastating challenges to the fundamental national security of the United States yeah. and yeah. probably corruption built right into it. He's got the warrant. Let's make him focus on that. It's just everybody
3: here right. use that hashtag. I'll say quickly it would it would happen. Go ahead. Yes. So.
5: And the second point is and I think one of the reasons we haven't seen violence is because the Justice Department has gone after 850 people, and many of them are going to jail. And a lot of these cowards who thought they might be able to get away with violence, now are scared to death that they might end up in jail. So at least the Justice Department, I think, has had some deterrent uh, effect here. And the more they are aggressive and going after everybody, including Trump, I think the more it deters some of these cowards with guns from actually going out and doing anything with it. And then let's, you know, let's not forget that with a 50-50 Senate, not a single Republican willing to lift a finger to do anything, with a three or four vote margin in the House, not a single Republican, even those who are courageous, like Liz Cheney, willing to vote for anything, that Joe Biden has had the most successful year and a half in the presidency since Lyndon Johnson uh, or FDR, and they had swollen majorities. We need to get him out there making that point, but also we need, getting back to what Watch was saying, a different kind of strategy. Biden can use the bully pulpit nationally. I don't want him going into red areas where he's still going to be a devil figure to them. Let the yeah. uh, Fettermans and others go to those places. Yep. But we can have a local strategy and one that focuses in different ways on the suburbs and on the base and a national strategy that's led by those national figures. And we do have a few of them, some that we've talked about, some in the House uh, uh, and uh, like Swalwell uh, no. and others in the Senate like Brian Schatz. Um, who can get out there and also uh, reinforce that point as all of us with mini bully pulpits uh, can. Uh, and as far as the Avengers, I think that Mary looks a lot more like Scarlett Johansson
0: uh <laughs> than any of the others. So <laughs> okay.
1: I saw her as um, a I'm Not, I'm not sure, to not sure myself, how to but...
0: segue from that, but thank you, Dorm. <clears throat> um Adam, you know, every I um I sometimes wish I disagreed with all of you because it's, it makes for more <laughs> compelling uh, viewing. No, seriously. I think everything Let's get that, Brian back in here. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. No, I'm kidding. Uh, We love Brian. I uh, know. I'm kidding too. But he's in a rental car or something in Missouri. Um, In a way, the timing for all this stuff is good because we're- far enough out from the election for it to make a difference but not so far out that people are going to forget we're not going to let them but it's also absolutely huge i mean everything that's going down is huge and we can't we we need the momentum i will not nobody will ever be able to explain to me why joe biden's approval numbers are so low i blame the media mostly um but he we have time for that to turn around as well the polling is in our in our favor so do you think adam that um if we go big fight and and paint the republican party as the fascist anti-law enforcement defund the police party that apparently it actually is that you know we can make some of this stuff take hold
7: yeah i mean i i think that the one the timing is incredible i, I honestly think that terry McAuliffe would be governor if we had passed some things last Mm. year around this Mm -hmm. time um, that didn't happen would have made the difference to the votes but we have it now Um, 91 days is a long time but I think uh, uh, post-Trump you know I I always say you know the days are long the years are short it goes by really quick Mm. Um, I think if anything uh, it's good that we have that amount of days left because I think Democrats still need the time to own in on that messaging and make sure that they, you know, it's all the stuff that everyone said here, but have the right messengers, whether it's, you know, a swallow or a Ted Lieu or a Katie Porter, get those folks out there, hammer this home um, day by day. We're seeing the numbers move in our favor. We're seeing districts that were a toss up, lean Dem, um, some that were lean Dem, safe seats, some seats in play. Um, I, I've, I've seen some even pulling out of Oklahoma um where you know every single one of these statewide elections we should be competing in and be competitive and do everything that we can to win um because you know there's always a chance to do it and and we saw that um you know in georgia with two special elections statewide
0: yeah uh the the pieces are falling into place um we went really long so i just i want to end here um because I'm your input is uh, as always extraordinary, but it's always great to talk to you guys in these moments of great historical significance. I mean, let's be real. this is all of this is historical., uh, you know, we now know what it feels like to live through history. Um, I don't like it, honestly, because sometimes it feels like we're living through the end of history. <laughs> but that aside, There's there's so much um, there's so much to fight for with righteousness and we need to keep reminding people of that. This is not an election about inflation. This is not an election about gas prices, which, by the way, mainstream media have been falling for 55 days straight. Thank you very much for not telling anybody about that. Um, This is not an election. Um like any other midterm election, Jen said it earlier, it's Republicans or democracy, your choice, choose while you can. And that works on a lot of different levels. One thing we can do is amplify, amplify, amplify. Your voices need to be heard by many, many, many more people. So people listening, get the word out, Uh, the work, everybody here is doing is so important and it, not enough people are hearing the messages so um just keep that in mind uh and and everybody's working really hard you know we are not we are not um letting up we are not taking our foot off the gas it's it's not it it is not a relay race anymore we're all running a marathon getting ready for the sprint so Cliff Schechter, Adam Parkamenko, Jen Taub, Norm Ornstein, George Hahn, Wajali, Brian Karam, Kurt Bardella. Why did I just add an Ida with his name? Kurt Bardella. 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 He's Italian. <laughs> um, right, Brian? Uh, <laughs> and, and Danielle Moody, uh, my Nerd Avengers, thank you so much for being here with me today to talk about this absolutely extraordinary development. I cannot wait to see you all next week. Thanks, Thanks for you, having us. Mary.
7: See ya. Bye.
0: Well that was quite something. Uh once again the news just won't stop. I, I mean, it is it is extraordinary. I can't think of uh, any other people I would rather have um, going through all of it with us. Uh, it was quite extraordinary and it's always fun to fight with Brian. Um, I so appreciate your being here. Uh, and I'm serious. Like th- this is this is uh, information that people need to hear. So, anything you guys can do to spread the word uh, is much appreciated. And this Thursday, our regular show is on 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And my guest will be Rosie O'Donnell. She was so sorry uh, that she couldn't be here. There were some tech- technical difficulties. And, um, you know, so you got stuck with me for a bit. But Rosie will be on. Uh, I'm so looking forward to that conversation and of course next week we will be back uh, the Nerd Avengers uh, at 12pm Eastern, 9am Pacific and that's youtube.com slash Politicon. While you're on the page please subscribe to Politicon. It's totally free. We just, again, you know the more subscribers we have uh, the more momentum we get, uh, the more reach we have which is all good. That's, that's what we want. Uh, also, like the episode and click on the bell because that way you're sure to um, get alerted anytime a new video drops. And in addition to the episodes, there are also uh, my quick hits that come out uh, two or three times a week, depending on um, the news cycle, uh, just so, as a way to keep everybody up to date, Because again there's so much news that it's it's hard to cover everything um and and you know we're focused on uh the the midterms so thank you all for being here for watching for your phenomenal comments it is so great to have you here oh i almost forgot uh you can also listen to the show in podcast form on apple or wherever you listen and please give this show a five-star review because it really does help other people find the show And again, thank you all for being here. Thank you to my Nerd Avengers. Uh, We will see you Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. In the meantime, please stay safe and be kind.